Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of the Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher. Truth seeker. From the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host. Combat veteran. Precious metals analyst. And alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to America Unplugged right here on Rockfin, AmericaUnplugged.com, America Unplugged on Apple Podcast. Eventually, we should have an America Unplugged shirt to fit with that. Buy the shirt, America Unplugged. Buy the hoodie, America Unplugged. You know the deal. Maybe we can have our faces like Obama back in the, you know, change. We'll put Don's face unplugged. <laughs> that would be dope. What is going on? Happy to see everybody here. Thank you. Thank you for joining us yet again. And of course, I am here with the usual suspects, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tony Arterburn. What's up, buddy? The wisest of all the wolves going on good to see you billy good to see don too i'm just working on my level three terrorist uh status i <laughs> i haven't quite got there yet i think it's like defcon i think it's like five to one we'll we'll figure it out i think uh <laughs> i think it's just most important to get there right well once we get there then we cross the bridge about figuring it out but the thing you're there you're doing your thing and, and we are happy and excited for you mr don jeffries the legendary what's going on Great to be here. Always a highlight of my week. And I, I want to apologize to Rainbow Ghost because uh, I, I heard a rumor that uh, you were at my guest yesterday. <laughs> so I, I guess maybe you were probably in the chat room there. So that should have given me a clue that you were. It could have been. Rainbow, Ray, well, that uh, was my fault, man. I, you know, for, I saw it in the chat and I thought it was you. And I was like, oh, was Rainbow on the show? I'm like, that's dope. That, that was my fault. Full, full disclosure. Shit. Sorry, guys. And, and, and I have a a whole bucket of tang somewhere that I'm going to bring out for you guys. So you can, you can see, yes, it was an inside joke in the chat with Vince Agnelli and everybody yeah. else. Cause Vince was at Twizzlers and Tang watching Don Jeffries. And I was like, I love, I have Tang. I love it. <laughs> it's the nectar of the gods. You know, not I don't drink it half of, as much as I, but somebody not since the days of NASA, you know, NASA used right. to talk about it. And it's during their, you know, in, incredible uh, Apollo program. And uh, cause we've always, we, we did wonder even then, I think as a kid, I wondered about, wonder how they go to the bathroom. So maybe Tang had something to do with it where they, uh, you know, it, it cut down on their, uh, you know, having to use the bathroom or something. So Tang's a magical product. I don't know how any nutrients or not, but glad to see my buddy Vince is using it. I, didn't, I haven't heard it for a while. So. Right. And if it's good for Vince, it's good for everybody else. Yeah, Stuart, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, right. so go, go get yourself some Tang, ladies and gentlemen. All right. We've got a ton of stuff to talk about today. My God. Right. So we, we're going to talk about David Icke getting banned from 23 countries at once. Uh, interesting. That's, that's congratulations, Mr. Ike for pulling that off. Um, so, what do we have to say? All right. This is not cool. Right. Obviously uh, banning him for his thoughts. Uh, David Icke is a thought criminal at this point. Um, and uh, listen, I, I have uh, some comments about this overall, but but ultimately. I don't think I mean, he's been banned from other countries, right? He was banned from Australia before he wasn't allowed to go there because, you know, he said, you know, the that uh, the queen was a reptilian. Um I, I don't I don't know, you know, but now what they're doing is in some of the articles I've read, 
is, of course, mixing in the reptilian theory along with his COVID theory, which I think was wrong, but but they mix that in. And then they mix in anti-vaxxers with it, you know, or people that are vaccine hesitant. That's mixed in there. Um, 9-11 truth is totally mixed in there. And this is what I mean. I mean, I don't know how to, I don't know how we regulate this, guys. I'm going to throw it back to you. But um, it puts everybody in a, in a situation. Isaac Whitesout, big shouts to Isaac. Um, he's a friend. And he changed the title of his show. It no longer contains the word conspiracy. And I completely and fully understand why he did it, right? And he has a 10-minute explanation on his podcast as to why he made the change. And he said, I don't want to be associated with this anymore. Conspiracy used to be cool. It used to be fun. And I understand that, right? And it was still a weaponized term for a long time, you know? But now it feels like it's been weaponized to another level, something higher. And he's like, I don't even believe half of the stuff that's being put out there nowadays. So why would I continue to, to wear that moniker, right? Why would I continue to do that? And I completely and totally understand self-preservation at this point. Put the word conspiracy out there. See how long you will last. You know, because of theories like no COVID, you know, that can be easily disproven. I'm sorry if you still believe that COVID never existed. But that's really simple to debunk. You know, um, <clears throat> David Icke, uh, I, I was a part of Iconic when COVID hit. And I saw firsthand him change his mind about COVID in three days. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt and say a week from, from saying that, that viruses, um, that there were different strains of the virus around the countries. And so that way he was like, that's what's going down in, in Italy. What's going down in Italy is because it's a different strain. What's going down in New York, it's a different strain of this virus, not negating the virus. And all of a sudden, he saw a video, you know, um, from Andrew Kaufman, and everything changed in a matter of a week. So I started thinking, I'm like, where's this research coming from? How could you shift? I don't know how old David is, but, but at least 50, 60 years of believing in something in one week. Like what kind of re- was was it Andrew Kaufman who, who who is in no way qualified to give you this information? Is that what it was? You know, and, and I and I saw it get posted on davidike.com. And I knew it was gonna be a problem then, but I didn't know David was gonna switch the way he did. And that's part of the reason why he's being banned in 23 countries. And I'm not saying that's correct, but I am saying that he gave them all the bullets for it. Anyway, Tony, what's up? What are you thinking about this? Well, I love how he's banned by the EU, which is the brainchild of the Third Reich, basically. And uh, <laughs> and you know who they don't ban? Actual terrorists. Uh, the EU is not good at that. They have war criminals, actual terrorists, people that they fund and train. I, this is an a, you know absolute joke. And right. I, I look at uh, you know David Icke through years of reading his work and and watching his presentations, and I know personally that you know you've dealt with Gareth and and Jamie and David yeah. himself, and he seems like a very gentle man. He's a good dude. Uh, very thoughtful man. Every so yes. everything I've ever read of him. I mean, obviously, he has an opinion. I don't agree with everything that David Icke stands for, but I've learned a lot from him. I owe, I owe David Icke a debt of gratitude for my own research. And yes, you're so right, Billy. We live in this the post-Trump era, or maybe we're still in it, I guess. But it's the 
post-truth era. And really, I mean, the, the alternative media has been infected by uh, lazy conspiracy, QAnon, all that stuff that came right. up. and It's polluted the water. So, you know, I can understand Isaac Whitehouse, uh, you know, checking out of that uh, that moniker, um, you know, again, but that was you know, coined by the FBI, the CIA right. to, to do this in the first place. So it's probably just coming full circle again. Uh, but I think we're going to see more of this. I mean, the, shutting down information is key and they're losing. I don't care really what anybody says. The The elites are losing the information war. They just really are. They have we have the Internet. We have, uh, you know, we have alternative media, which what's left of it. And uh, people, um, I think, are again, you put them through lockdowns. Uh, you know, you take away their freedoms. You do the greatest transfer of wealth in the history of mankind from the middle class in the United States to the multinationals. People start to take notice. So I think we're in this. I think we're in a, a time where people are paying attention. They're, they're, they're beginning to awaken. And people like uh, David Icke are dangerous to the power establishment. Yes, uh, and I agree. And I, I had the pleasure of meeting David. I, I was um, like like I, like a like a little kid meeting Mickey Mouse. You know, it's like, oh, shit. David Ike, you know, and he shook my hand. We took a picture. You know, he's just a really nice guy. And even when when we did interviews and the last interview I did with David Ike, I never put it out. You know, it was a back and forth on, on all of this. And I, I don't know how much it would have accomplished, to be honest, to actually put this out. So I didn't. Um, but he did tell me he's like, if I'm wrong about COVID, I'm wrong about everything I've done. And I told him, you're wrong about COVID. But you're not wrong about everything you've done. You know, it, it, that's that's just not the not the measuring stick. This is a very different psyop that we find ourselves in right now. Riley in the chat. What's up, Riley? How you doing? Thank you for being here. He says none has proven that COVID exists. And this is what I mean. And and you can you can you can um, hold this position. And I, I am not going to, to chastise you for it. Right. It, it is yours to hold. And I'm sure you have very good reasons for holding that position. But. Is it really simple to disprove? Yeah. <laughs> All you got to do is go read uh, the, the multitude of, of, uh, of scientific peer-reviewed papers that have been put out. And you can hold the position that all of those are fake, that all of those are, you know, nonsense. And they're propping up a position that's been given to them by the World Health Organization and by John Hopkins and all this other stuff. And because they're paid off to do it. You can definitely do that. But let's think about it. These are people like you and I that are putting out these papers, that are writing these things. And the virus has been isolated in so many different uh, specimens at this point that it's just ridiculous, in my opinion. Everybody can continue to hold what they hold about it. I get it. You know, it, it is what it is, you know, and, uh, and there is, uh, you know, value in the pushback because it makes people do even more research to try to solidify their positions. But we've come to a point where no matter what, if we see um, a ridiculous amount of evidence, like irrefutable evidence, it's not going to matter. It's what you believe, and that is it. So the, the evidence really doesn't matter at this point. People are dug down. The mind control is real. And that includes me. It includes Tony. It includes Don. It includes everybody listening. We are under heavy mind control. All right. This is the deal with David. I, 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 I still like, like Tony said, I owe David a, a debt of gratitude. Um, um, the biggest secret is one of my favorite books of all time. I got to work with them for a while. I, I had a great time over there for as long as it lasted. And then we started shifting in perspective, you know, and it is what it is, what it is. But, um, has, has David 
done more harm, you know, with his positions than good at this point. You know, like we initially when we all started with this, I, I mean, well, I started in this in the late 90s coming into this information. But I, I was like, OK, this is this is good. You know, we can. But now it's it's 2022. We, we're at a different point. Things have evolved. Things have changed. We have to really pay attention to what we're doing and what we're saying and what we're putting it out and how we're putting it out because we'll get canceled. Like Kanye West, a billionaire who is no longer a billionaire because of what he said. Kyrie Irving just lost his Nike uh, um, sponsorship or, or connection because of what he said. You know, and it's going to keep going and going and going. We need to stay up on this. Go ahead, Don Jeffries. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, well, first of all, you know, I'm uh, I'm completing my book on this uh, whole COVID narrative, which I think goes back to the very beginning. I think, and I, I would love, Billy, to see if you send me the links where this virus has been, this strain has been isolated. Right. I'd like to see that because I, 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 I will add it to my book. But uh, I the problem is, I think, when you look at all of these and David, I, you know, again, I don't agree with every, I, I, I don't have a lot of confidence that uh, the royal family actually does turn into literal reptilians. But it would, you know, it would shock me. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying it's impossible because, uh, you know, there's, it might explain a lot of things. But uh, certainly. So it's easy to demonize him for that. But I don't like uh, canceling anybody. And uh, they're effectively canceling him for what he said. And I think, yeah. uh, you know, we, we need to look at uh, this story. And we'll talk a little bit about the the amnesty offer from the Atlantic that Tony will be talking about. In a little bit too. But, <laughs> so I think that they're beginning to realize at this point that they that we have been lied to from the beginning. So whatever well, you mentioned, John Hopkins, WHO, uh, CDC, and my book will be all about their evidence. And I'm, I'm quoting them. Yeah. Again, I worked for the medical industrial complex for all my life until they fired me a few years back for helping out a handicapped coworker. They're awful people that run this. This is a horrible, criminally corrupt system. There's no reason in the world to believe the WHO about anything. They lied about the swine flu in 2009 and got Cheryl Atkinson. My friend Cheryl Atkinson was fired because she actually attempted to do her own research and show that they did lie. Right. And what were they doing then? They were exaggerating the extent of this illness and claiming it was much more dangerous. And there's a history of them doing that. And Chris Buckin points out over here on YouTube, he said, even if COVID was real, it is clear it never presented a threat to the general public. And <clears throat> that's the important thing. Uh, people die, people got sick. But this was, I believe, as, as a lot of us said in the very beginning, and a lot of people taunted us that it was just a bad flu. And right. our friend, Dr. Anthony Fauci admitted that basically, one has <laughs> admitted that recently. This is what it is. It is a, you know, you know, and so I think, again, both sides, the right wing goes to the side. And Tony, we're going to have to make sure to delete this right after because <laughs> YouTube will censor me forever talking about this. It's, it's, you know, I hope nobody from YouTube is listening live, you know, <laughs> any fans I may have out there in the YouTube moderation team. But, uh, you know, from the, from the very beginning, so the, the right wing continues to push this. It was a bioweapon that came out of a lab the Wuhan lab and the gain of function research, which is all troubling stuff. And the left wing just pretends that we've been telling the truth. Oh my God, this is an unparalleled crisis, even though Ebola is a much more serious thing, always was, and nothing was shut down for Ebola. This is about, an, this was an organized, this is the, I call it the greatest psyop in the history of the world because it was a worldwide psyop. It was engineered to produce a real bioweapon. The bioweapon is not COVID. It would be coming out of a lab or anything like that or monkeypox or anything. The bioweapon was the warp speed vaccine. 
That's what's killing people. And that's what we need to remember, however you look at it. So, and, and, uh, and that's why, again, why you're getting these amnesty offers and people are starting to, now it's not happening to the general public. Nobody among my family and friends is, is sure about to tell me I was right or anything like that. And, and we're never going to get that. We, we should be right in the middle of the biggest, I told you so in the history of the world at this point. Have you got people dying this week to get a 38 year old, uh, assistant coach of the Minnesota Vikings, son of Mike Zimmer, longtime coach of the Vikings, just drops dead at 38. And, and Mike Zimmer wow. happened, happened to be really outspoken on get your vaccines. Shut up, anti-vaxxers. Well, now his son is dead at age 38. The 62-year-old bodybuilder, Doug Bergone, you know, a few weeks back, taunts people on Twitter saying, yeah, you anti-vaxxers. Hey, you know what? If I die, you're right. Well, I guess we were right. You know, so I mean, this is so at this point, it's the the evidence is overwhelming. The 49 year old woman, I forget her name, just a, a horrible, obnoxious writer. I forget her name, but uh, she just died at 49, sudden heart. And she was so over the top of, you know, she she combined this racism. Why I, I really, of course, she's white herself, naturally, but said, you know, I, I really don't have an argument against slaughtering whites in the street. This is a respectable writer that was putting that out on Twitter which of course got through their moderation team, but she was also taunting people with the vaccines and everything. And now she, and, and saying, I'm, I'm glad, I hope I'm, I'm glad the ones that are dying are the unvaccinated, which has always been untrue. And now she's dead at 49. So the evidence is overwhelming. And those who will say, but the problem is we we're dug in our heels so bad. And with David Icke being delivered, uh, declared a level three terrorist, whatever that means, you know, and, and, <laughs> and, uh, con, con, and it interesting for those of you who talk about the Jews, the Jews should, should start understanding that when you take something like when Kanye West starts going off about the Jews and then what happens, some yeah. iron hand from somewhere comes down on him and destroys his life. So, I mean, if you're, if your argument is the Jews don't run anything, everything, and then, you, you become destroyed by saying it. And look at Ky, uh, Kyrie Irving, who I'm very disappointed in. My son told me apparently Kyrie Irving actually capitulated and apologized, which is which is disgraceful. I mean, I, I had great respect for that guy. He was one of my no, favorites. I don't think he apologized, Don. I mean, actually, I, you're right. I, he yeah, did. But yeah, he I, didn't say the words, I'm sorry. I, I just yeah, finished well, watching it. I was, I was telling Tony okay. about it. Right? I, I'm going to throw it right back to you. I just want to tell you, you what, say, what, yeah. what I saw. He did, yeah. So and and they pressed his ass hard, yeah. yeah. You know, to to get him to say, "I am sorry." Um, I don't know if he's apologized since, but in that, what I saw, I was like, "Wow!" And and they just went in after him. And I was telling Tony, I wish uh, these reporters used that type of energy towards Donald Trump because they totally don't. He insults them, says says all types of things about them, and they fall back. But Kyrie Irving, they pushed him hard, you know. And yeah. and like you said. Then he starts losing money, yeah. you know, and, and and it becomes a thing. Go ahead, Don. Well, I mean, what chance do we have if Kyrie Irving and, and Kanye West with their millions or Kanye's billion or whatever, if they can't stand strong? I mean, and, and Felix Caraballo, he's right on target. Julie Powell is her name, the food writer, who wished death upon anti-vaxxers. Yeah. So, again, just careful what you wish for. But so it's, it's um, you know, this I, I don't. And, again, when I'm talking about the Jews, I'm not saying. Make it clear that I because I never name any group and I would never say right. the Jews. I have lots of supporters that are that are Jews, so I I don't I don't like to go in this area. But what happens is that I've said this all the time to I, my advice to Jewish groups would be to stop acting as if you do run the world, because every time you do, the people get you know what, what's the old expression? 
you you get you you to know who runs the society, find out who you get in trouble for criticizing. Right. Well, does anybody get in trouble for criticizing Catholics or Presbyterians? No. So I mean, again, this is and again, I don't think that's the case. But there are there's a, obviously a wildly disproportionate amount of Jews in positions of power. And, you know, the ninety nine point nine percent of Jews are just like the rest of us, getting screwed right. over by the system to varying degrees. Exactly. But, that has to be acknowledged. And, you know, I, I hope Kanye stays strong, but again, it's easy to marginalize him because he he probably is a little off. You know, I mean, I'm just saying sometimes I mean, so it's, it's probably easy for him to do. Very interesting. But they all need to take a page out of Nicki Minaj's book, who she has never backed down once. I mean, she wasn't talking about Jews, but she was talking about the vaccine and she has never backed down. And she's bold. She's still talking about it. And I don't think it's affected her career. So learn a lesson, man, stand up strong. And I, I don't understand why people back down and apologize, but this is the problem in our world. Don't apologize for your opinions. You either have free speech or you don't. Obviously we don't because David, David, I can be declared a terrorist right. for, uh, you know, for, for whatever he's saying. I mean, you know, if he, if he, wasn't he a terrorist before when he was mainly talking about the Royal family turning into reptilians, <laughs> isn't that a more of a terroristic threat? I don't know. I don't know what he's talking. What are you talking about now where he's, where, where suddenly he's a terrorist at this point? I mean, he's been talking about this stuff for a long time. Kanye West, he, he, okay, just, you know, demonize him as a kook or whatever, but don't care. And Kyrie Irving is obviously can't be demonized as a kook. And Ty, Kyrie Irving also is a flat earther, apparently. So they've had it in for this guy for a long time. But right. I, I just don't like seeing people uh, demonized and canceled. And you can't have a culture where, and I was arguing with somebody about hate speech again, because that's why, you know, what, what is hate, hate? Tell me the difference between hate speech and thought crime. And that's why I wrote on Substack, uh, you know, a few a week or so ago, I wrote the thought criminals of the world unite. We are all thought criminals. That's what we are. And the sooner people realize that, you know, Orwell's dream came true, nightmare came true. Everything we're talking about, everything we discuss on this show is a thought crime, according to them. I mean, the fact that we have to delete this from YouTube for me to, to be able to continue to stream it live. I mean, that tells you all we need to know. So we're... Uh, so go out and vote early and often in the opinion list. We'll talk about that. So that that's the answer, right? <laughs> Don't let us change this with a vote. <laughs> Don Jeffrey's completely and totally on fire today, ladies and gents. I, I mean, not that he, not that he ever disappoints, but today, good lord, good lord. Um, you know, and and I agree with 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 uh, almost everything Don said, right? And and the thing is, we we have to bring it to a point where it's in the middle. I think there's so many extre extremes. You know, everybody's at. Nobody's even close to the middle. Everybody's on their reservation, wherever that is. And it's off to the coast. It's on the west side. It's on the east side. You're not in the middle, you know. And um, when it when it comes to, you know, to COVID, like you mentioned, um, they blew it up to be something that it really wasn't. You know, they and they did lie to us about things like that. But then we take it to other extremities and say, doesn't exist. You know, and I, I can't get down with that. Right. And then there was somebody in the chat that says that they don't trust peer reviewed papers. What are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do at this point? Like, so, so we don't trust peer reviewed papers, but you trust Andy Kaufman, who has no business talking about this. Or we trust David Icke, who has zero business talking about this. Changed his mind in a week. Go ask him in a week about this. And that's who we trust. We're not virologists. And all of a sudden, everybody turned into virologists. You know, they, they, they knew about... Tony says it all the time. How do I know about myocarditis, right? How do I know about that? 
right? Because something's going down, you know, with the, and this is admitted with the vaccine, right? And it's causing myocarditis in kids. I had no idea what the hell myocarditis was, right? You know what else I had no idea about? Uh, 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 Coke's postulate. I didn't know, right? Rivers postulates. I had no idea. I know now. But I also know that most of you didn't know anything about that either. And all of a sudden, we all became scientists. We all became virologists, not knowing what it takes to do this stuff. You know, and I get it. We all need to read. We all need to become smarter about these sort of things. I am willing to admit that I don't have any idea how they do that stuff. Okay. Besides, besides the surface level that I've read as a result of all of this, you know, um, so we need to keep all of that in mind. We really do. Right. And, and just because they're lying about some aspects of this doesn't mean that everything is a lie about it. And let's remember one other thing that's associated with this. And then I'm going to throw it to Tone and then we're going to move on. Um, we don't trust peer-reviewed papers. We don't trust the mainstream media. But every bit of news that we discuss in the alternative media came from the mainstream. Challenge me on that. I'll take debates. Everything. Everything came from the, from the mainstream media. Every freaking thing. You can take, take it and twist it and come up with different conclusions. But the root of what you're talking about came from the mainstream. So if we don't trust that, then what do we trust? Can't trust ourselves either. You understand? That's where we're at. Well, that's where we're at. Go ahead, Tony. And we're getting out of here. Uh, go, moving on to the next question. I'm sorry. Yeah, vintage Don Jeffries today. And yes. uh, I, I, why do I know the term SADS? That was that's such a new thing. Sudden adult death syndrome. Why do I why do I know the term SADS? You know, this again, you talk about who who do we trust, who do we believe, and what is actually true in all of this narrative. And it's hard to know. And and you look at uh you go to your doctor who you're gonna trust with your health, and we're over here reading documents on on adverse reactions to vaccines and and the the experiments and the mRNA and everything. And you go to your doctor and this is the person you're trusting with your health and they're supposed to be reading this stuff too, but they want you to get the thing. And that's what's really bothersome. Like, where do you go to find any sort of real truth or, or help or stability in the information that's coming out? And that's, that's what we don't have anymore. We're kind of in a, a chaotic whirlwind right now because, and again, this is the power structure did this. They set this in motion. Uh, they manufacture the narrative. They'll, they'll, they'll bake in half-truths or outright lies into the whole thing. So you just have to sift through it. This is a full-time job trying to figure. And we don't, none of none, the three of us, we don't have a, a complete picture of everything that's going on. We just know that if it's coming from the mainstream, 99.9%, it's garbage. Uh, for the most yeah. part, it's going to be garbage. If it's coming from the government, it's garbage. We know that. Um, and, and you live in an era where... David Icke is a level three terrorist. I hope I can get there someday. I don't know what level I'm at. I'm sure I'm, I have a getting close tone. I'm it's trying it, it, get up and I got a goal, you know, I, and I want to get there. I want to be a level three, but you know, they, they, <laughs> this is the people that they get, they ban and that they ridicule and they, uh, you know, we, they take our freedoms away, but we keep fighting. And uh, I think uh, David Icke will, will uh, be a martyr for this. And I hope it gets bigger. Yep. I mean, um, he, he, he will be a martyr for it. I just hope it works out in our favor some way, shape, or form, ladies and gents. Let's talk about Mr. Pelosi. Um, <laughs> holy shit. You know, <laughs> I, I, I got, you know, I started reading up on this and I was like, good Lord, man, this is better than anything on Netflix, man. I like, you, you gotta, you gotta get down with this, right? So some dude breaks into his home, hits him with a hammer, 
um, Nancy Pelosi is not around. He's screaming, where's Nancy? Now, um, do we do we believe that or do we don't or do we not believe that? There's a lot of people that don't believe it. Can I believe that some uh, some deranged person wants to kill Nancy Pelosi? Yes, I can. Um, but hey, that's still up in the air. Right. And here comes the conspiracy theory about it. And I know where it came from. So it makes sense. I understand it. Right. Um, there was the the dish. The dispatch call was released. Everybody's going around saying that um, uh, the actual 911 phone call was released. It was not. The dispatch was released, right? And um, and uh, what the operator is saying, she goes, um, he says that that there's a guy in his home that that's trying to hurt him. Um, he doesn't know who he is, but he's my friend, David. This is true. This happened, right? So they're saying that um, there he was talking in code and others are saying that they had a gay affair, you know, so <laughs> I'm not supposed to do right. Then they talk about that. Both of them are struggling for a hammer uh, in their underwear. Right. That's out there. Um, what else? There's another one. But anyway. Oh, and that a third person in the the mansion let the police in and we don't know who this third person is that's what's going around tony what's up man explain this to me okay they're trying to kill nancy's pelosi's husband i mean they tried to kill her her but now they killed him you, you know you know the deal. you know what's going on here tell me something what's up well it, it, the only reason he you know, scream, where's Nancy? Because he forgot to say this is MAGA country. Uh, that's what <laughs> there's got to be a joke in there. I keep trying to figure out there's a joke somewhere with underwear and hammers, you know, like arm and hammer, something or something with there's a cannibalism or something in there. And I, I just keep thinking about this and I go, you know, they, they listed yesterday DePape, the guy, he's an illegal immigrant. Right. And ICE is stepping in. So now he's in federal custody. Right. So that'll make you think a little bit, right? He can't be released. There's no bail. Uh, so, so thinking, thinking about that and there's no, uh, they won't release the body cam footage of the, of the uh, officer who showed up on the scene. They won't release their surveillance footage. So, I mean, I don't know. It's really hard to believe that Nancy Pelosi's husband with his massive in he's, you know, he's a stock genius by the way. Right. I mean, he's like, he makes Warren Buffett look like special needs. I mean, he, he really does. I mean, he's got a stock portfolio. You got to follow <laughs> Mr. Pelosi, but it's hard to believe that he would have, you know, some kind of weird tryst with a person half his age and, you know, an illegal immigrant at that. And, you know, uh, some guy, guy was believing in both left and right wing conspiracy theories. So he's equal opportunity. I give, I give Paul that, but no, I, I think there's, there's something here. I'm not, I'm not sure what they're fearing. Because, uh, you know, wouldn't this be like, oh, we're part of we're more inclusive. We're more open. Uh, I don't know. There's something there's something to this. They're, they're not. Will we ever find out the truth? I don't know. But does anybody believe the official story of what happened? I, I, yeah. Nancy should come out and just say, yeah, I let him do that. I, I let him uh, have affairs with other men. You know, I'm fully aware of this. We are we are progressive. And uh, this is not a thing for me. Get with the times. <laughs> move right on <laughs> all right don what's up buddy well this is a story that's tailor-made for america 2.0 i mean this is this is the idiot this is the idiocracy epitomized i mean it's it's completely meaningless at all levels and i you know i'm coming to the point as i you often do with these things i don't know that anything ever happened i think the entire thing might be made up because we've heard so many things first of all this this maga guy who again the president of the united states 
Yeah, this you know we back in in nineteen sixty nine or sixty nine I think it was when when Richard Nixon declared Charles Manson guilty before his trial. There was a furor, but you had civil libertarians in the country back then, and they recognized, well, it's kind of prejudicial. You know, the president of the United States declares you guilty before your trial. I don't know how you're going to get a fair trial. Uh, so people realized it was beyond the pale. But since that time, we've had Barack Obama declaring Zimmerman guilty, and nobody cared about that. We've had we've had. Uh, you know, people obviously the uh, the January six prisoners are being uh, tried in Congress before they even get an unfair trial. So this has become kind of a thing. So for for Joe Biden to go out and publicly declare this was a MAGA guy, you know, this was John right wing hate and everything. When and again, if we're supposed if we're believing what Tucker Carlson has reported, again, I don't know that we can believe anything. But according to them. The guy was living in a bus with a Black Lives Matter banner, and he's an illegal, apparently the only illegal immigrant I've ever heard of from Canada. So Hispanic groups <laughs> should rejoice over that because we might have to worry about the northern border now. So he's an illegal immigrant from Canada, and he's a, a, a nudist, a well-known nudist. So maybe that explains the underwear. I don't know. But uh, he he decides to, you know, he shows up. And then, again, if, if we're to believe it, uh, now they're claiming that actually uh, Pelosi himself answered the door which is an odd thing to do when you're about to be attacked. And with the police there, uh, I guess this is, this is the new narrative. I don't know. He walked towards the attacker and then got attacked by a hammer. And I mean, I, the whole thing is so stupid. I, I, were there dueling hammers? Originally they were said they each had a hammer and they both were in their underwear. And you know, so again, this is a, maybe a new gay thing. I don't know. But uh, it's, and you know, how is, I mean, 82 year old guy thinking is they really that sexually active at 82 to be, setting up this kind of perverted thing with a hammer and a guy in his, I, I, the whole thing just makes to me is I think screams, <laughs> screams hoax. I mean, I, and, and again, the whole thing, cause it's being used by, I, I don't know. And then in conjunction with Biden's okay. speech coming out, basically saying, <laughs> you, know, you know, we, uh, you know, look, you got to accept the election results. Okay. And it may take two or three days afterwards. And that's an odd thing to say because concurrently we're hearing from Fox news, especially there's going to be a red wave. I mean, Republicans are winning everywhere. The guy's going to, uh, what's a, Matt, what's that guy's name? And it's going to become the new governor of New York, Republican governor. So they're going to sweep everything according to Fox News. They're ahead everywhere. But so why would Biden take the time to make, you know, make a comment about that? You know, it's like saying, well, you know, look, people have to accept the results of the election. So if there's a red wave, then so Democrats are going to be cool with that? I don't know. And why, why is he mentioned it's going to take? So again, they're setting the plate. I don't know what they're planning. I, it'd be interesting to watch election day, but I think the Pelosi thing, it, whatever it is. And I, I probably think it was, I think it was probably fake. I mean, again, as Tony mentioned about the cameras, I mean, these cameras never work when you need them to Sandy hook, the, the, the crux of the Sandy hook biscuit started when their new surveillance cameras weren't working that day for whatever reason. Uh, Epstein, we probably know exactly how he killed himself. If only the security cameras had working in the prison that day. They never work in these cases. But you watch this investigation discovery uh, program that I watched just to show how many people are framed by the injustice system. But uh, it's called uh, uh, See No Evil. And they show how they solve all these crimes with security cameras that are everywhere in society, now, outside of 7-Eleven, outside schools. And they, they solve it all because they find somewhere there's an angle where it caught it. But these big crimes, somehow they can never solve them. The cameras never work. So here you have the Speaker of the House. Her husband's unimaginably wealthy. 
uh, from the vineyard, uh, you know, is, is, is where he lose, uses nothing but illegal immigrant labor. By the, but that didn't stop Nancy Pelosi from getting the Caesar, Caesar Chavez Award, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, but but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm sure she pays the illegal immigrants really well. But but so you, so you have this this camera oh, footage that is supposed to be there. This is a, a mansion where the cameras should be everywhere. So just you can shut up all the people. Just show the footage. Yeah, if we have, yeah, true. It's probably not going to be pleasant if we actually do have to watch these two guys in their underwear with hammers. Uh, I don't know how anybody would want to watch that, but <laughs> let's see what's there. And where's the body cam footage? Where you get like the, the, the cops have body cam? Don't they do that to protect themselves? Nothing. So you could, you could, and, and it'll just, I suspect it'll just go away like a lot of these uh, alleged mass shooting events do. They just kind of go to the next one. I think this was dropped in there. So, the message was gotten out to enough people that this was this was some crazy Trump nut, and it's right before the election, and they're even going after Nancy Pelosi. And then you had the rumor. Have you noticed I've been showing at least Fox News was they were showing constantly uh, pictures of Nancy uh, Pelosi suddenly humongous breasts, mm-hmm. and uh, they were they were saying something like that Nancy because she was uh, you know she trying to get Paul's attention. Uh, that she had to have breast augment surgery at 80. I mean, she's got to be the oldest woman ever to have that done. What? Really? I mean, so I don't know. I, we're hearing so many crazy things out there, but ultimately it's a completely meaningless story because no matter what it is, I mean, again, does it, does it affect anybody's lives? Does it stop world war three? Does it stop uh, the, uh, the push towards uh, censoring free speech? Uh, is, does it build the infrastructure? It's it's a but it's a story made for for mer- modern Americans. They can go down on either side and and decide if you want to you know censor the people that claim oh, it was not in his underwear and it wasn't a gay thing you know and which is really odd because this is a side that is of tolerance. They should they should be cel- should they celebrate it if it was a gay thing? I would think, or maybe that's not exciting enough. Maybe it wasn't any <laughs> transgender things now, but I, I don't know. The whole thing, like I said, I, I I go down. I think on the side that it was a hoax, but uh, we'll see if it if it affects the outcome of the election. If if so many people are riled uh, up, they'll go vote yeah, one way or the other not, over it. <laughs> it's it's not going to affect yeah. the outcome of anything, right? It says fifty one percent, and this is according to CNN that fifty one percent of the people just want uh, um, uh, this inflation thing to to work itself out. That's it. Nobody cares about anything else. Like abortion is second and it is 15% to the 51% yeah. about uh, about inflation. So, yeah, it's it's, it's probably going to be, you know, the Republicans are winning something, you know. And when they win, they will accept the outcome of the election, right? And everybody in the mainstream, I mean, in, in the alternative media will say, well, of course, of course they won. Of course, they, there was no fraud. Come on. They, or, or they won't question it at all because we've been co-opted. The Democrats win anything. It's the elect. The elections are compromised. They're compromised. We need to look at what's going on here. Leading the charge is every Republican that lost. Right. Let's see it. We're going to see it. It's on Tuesday. Midterms are on Tuesday. We'll find out the results two months after the fact. And we'll talk about it here on America Unplugged (laughs) and see what develops. You know, but but let's see if the Democrats match that level. I want to eat crow. Let's see it. I want I want to see them get up there and say, man, you know what, man, freaking Herschel Walker stole this election from me. It, it, it was. Well, it'll be interesting to say, though, 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 though and, well, you, you know, and, well, I, Dominion, I, I, Dominion is still stealing this shit from me. I think Stacey, I want to see it. And Stacey Hugo Chavez, Abrams, what's up, buddy? I think, I think Stacey Abrams still thinks she's governor, doesn't she? I mean, I, I don't think she's ever accepted that. So I think I think, again, the, the, as I, we've talked about it before. 
There's right. nothing. The system is rigged. There's no reason to accept any results. And both sides mm -hmm. have a right. And that's the problem is to hold an election in this with this kind of division, whatever side does worse than expected. And I think that's going to be the Republicans. I'm sorry to tell you. Uh, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't make predictions, but I don't think you're going to see a red wave. And if you right do, the, the, and if you do see a red wave, I think you, you will definitely see the Democrats complaining. I, I don't know how they couldn't, but so this the system is rigged, and uh, there's no reason to for anybody accept it. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know why anybody would think their vote is is being counted at this point because it's everything about it is uh, uh, Tony's pointed out electronic voting machines and and everything else. It's there's. There's nothing honest about it, but I, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Nothing will surprise complain, me. Don. I think they'll complain. I just don't think they'll complain to the level of the MAGA Republicans. I've never seen anything like it. I've well, never seen anything like it. Yeah. You know, so, uh, um, and, and, and the hypocrisy. Yeah, sure. Are, 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 the, are the people on the Democratic side hip, hypocrites? Of course, we've gone through it, right? Hillary Clinton is their head of their party. What the hell, right? But the hypocrisy on this side, on the Republican side, when they start winning, they're not going to say a damn thing about rigged election. That's true. That's Disgusting. True. Um, okay. Tone, uh, if you have thoughts on this, uh, let me hear them, and then we will move on. Yeah, they'll complain. Uh, but like I said, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, they will use a different kind of argument. They'll say, well, the reason that uh, there was a you know a Republican victory is because they didn't allow the vote. They suppressed the vote. Yeah, you know, they yeah. require an ID. They they're suppressing uh, certain demographics on purpose because of yeah. racism or whatever. Yeah. That's the card they play is access. They don't talk about changing the votes per se, but mm -hmm. they might. I mean, that, it's, it's always on the table. I want to see you, Tone. Go ahead. The big question in all of this is why I don't believe that I went with Don. I don't think there's going to be a red wave unless you're talking about the red wave of communism from the great reset, <laughs> but I don't think there's going to be a red wave. Um, and I, and again, I think the question is why not? I mean, the Republicans, they were handed this reality where you've got the worst inflation in the history of the United States of America. We're on the brink of world war three. I mean, the corruption in politics is at an all time high trust in everything is at all time low. I mean, <laughs> what did I say a few weeks ago? I mean, Congress has a lower approval rating than liver cancer. I mean, come on, <laughs> people are, are sick and tired of everything, yeah. but the Republicans didn't run on any of it. They just right. ran on, well, Joe Biden is Brandon, you yeah. know, and uh, Hunter, Hunter Biden has a crack pipe. Okay. But what, it, but the whole, the, the, the country is burning to the ground and right. you know, you've got this wealth transfer from the middle class to the multinational corporations. You've got environmental social governance and ESG coming from BlackRock and the Federal Reserve. It's crushing civilization. But you run on what? Impeaching Joe Biden, who's not even yeah. in control. Yeah. So and I, they're going to do it. They're going to try. They will, and it'll be a huge waste of time. I'm not voting because there's no local election here for me yeah. to vote anything on. And I, I don't know. I honestly don't. I read, you know, you guys know I research as much as I can every single day. And I've been involved in politics since I was a little kid. I don't know what they ran on. I seriously don't know. No. Right. And no, if, they, I, I, if, I, I, if, ahead, if if I'm sorry, if they if they do take control somehow, if they if there is a red sweep, you the only to key to see if they're legitimate, and I don't think they're legitimate in any way, shape, or form. I mean, Dr. Oz, people like that, is that really that really people think who's who's that's what we're looking for if it's an alternative? Uh see if that leadership changes. If Mitch McConnell, who undoubtedly, I get I'm sure Mitch McConnell is he running out of if he is, he's there's no question he'll be reelected because you can't beat these people again. They're not counting the votes. If Mitch McConnell and, and uh, Kevin McCarthy 
if they maintain the leadership of the Republican Party, and they will because they always do, even when the other time, they never put any outliers in at all. You're not going to see, uh, what's the guy, Johnson in the Senate or something like that, somebody like that, that might might be different in some way, shape, or form. They're not going to do it. It's never going to happen. And they'll, they'll have either the exact same leadership or they'll put Lindsey Graham or something like that. They'll, they'll put the worst people possible. And uh, that's that's the key to watch because without that leadership, nothing gets done. It doesn't matter what because they, they they could because the archaic system they can stop things from being voted on, stop hearings from being held and stuff. So that that'll be the key to watch. But I, you know, I don't have any confidence that uh, that that I'll be wrong on that issue. And and Chris posted in the chat, clowns to the left of me. Clown, what, what was it? Clowns to the left. Jokers to the right. Jokers, Jokers to, the, to the right. Here I am stuck, stuck in, in the middle. middle. Steelers wheel. Yeah. And here I am stuck in the middle with all of you. At, at least I, I'm in good company. Right. I, I want to be stuck in the middle. Some people say I'm stuck, you know, in other places, but I'm in the middle. Come join me. Come. <laughs> Come hang with me. Um, no, so so yeah, no, it, it makes a lot of sense. Let's see what happens. Uh um in in these midterms i am going to sit down and watch it that's that because it's it's become um entertainment and i like entertainment right so i'm gonna sit down and watch i'm off that day it's gonna be beautiful i'm gonna make some butter chicken i'm gonna sit down and watch it it's gonna be great you know and 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 i'm very interested in seeing how people react with these uh um results anyway Let's talk about some other results, Mr. Tony Arderburn. Let's talk about what's going on with the vaccine amnesty, please. Let's just scratch everything. Listen, none of this ever happened, okay? It's not a thing. Uh, I, I just want to let you know as a proponent of the vaccine that I, I, you know, we're sorry and we want all of this to go away. Please, let's just forget about it and move on. Can't we be mature adults? Don't worry about anybody that, you know, got myocarditis or anything like that. It's not a thing. We're just going to move on and 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 keep going as if nothing ever happened. But we're going to give the vaccine to your kids. OK, just a heads up. What's up, Tom? Yeah, let's be friends now. Let's be friends. I mean, all we did was destroy civilization and brought it to the brink of Armageddon. Please. I mean, can't we just bury the hatchet that we tried to kill you with? That's what they're saying with all of this. <laughs> it is. It really is uh, surprising. This is obviously we're referencing the Atlantic article and others have talked about this. I think this Atlantic article is kind of getting ahead of the narrative because we're headed there because there's going to be so there's still so much fallout to come uh, from the lockdowns, by the way, started under Donald Trump, March 13th, Friday, the 13th of 2020. I think we're like 960 days into that emergency that was never lifted that put Anthony Fauci in charge of the country. But you remember the, the scenes of uh, state troopers showing up in parking lots of churches and writing tickets and citations for people that were gathering to worship. You can remember them shutting down uh, skating rinks and uh, shutting down basketball hoops. And like you see those pictures where they, you know, uh, close the hoop up with the two by fours. So your kids can't play and chaining up the, the playgrounds outside. I mean, this was real. This, it, it destroyed lives, and the people that sold us this and cheerleaded the fear are guilty of, uh, I mean, again, just destroying our civilization. How, how long is it going to take us to recover psychologically? Think about an entire generation of children that had to um, try to adjust on their, on their growth through not being able to see people's mouths all day and not seeing facial features or themselves <laughs> being masked up. 
and and they've you know, there's studies coming out about the the stunt and in in, in uh, learning levels and growth levels because of that so it's it's an absolute crime and with they these people followed anthony fauci and the nih and the cdc by the way the cdc we talked about last week but i still can't believe it but it's 15 to 0 vote on making covid-1984 shots uh, mandatory for school children and like I said on my show yesterday, I'm like, want well, just build the statue of Moloch, cut out the middleman. What we're we're witnessing, <laughs> we're witnessing, uh, a, you know, a a cult that took hold of this country, and uh, now they want to be forgiven. And I, I, I don't, I, again, I don't think this is over uh, because uh, the fallout is still happening. I want to, and before we cut off here, I want to warn the audience. There's something that I'm seeing too is in the underpinning of everything that's happening before these elections. A sideshow. But after the election, you need to be prepared for some economic turmoil. I didn't Ooh, say it was yeah. going to be a collapse, but but this is going to be part of that. And we're still seeing the effects. You, they, folks, they, they've pumped in a, a minimum of $10 trillion over the last uh, two years just to prop up the economy. And the Federal Reserve, under Jerome Powell, ladies and gents, has stopped pr propping up the economy. They're no longer propping up the economy. They're propping up the dollar. There's a difference. Pay attention to this. Joe Biden is about to stop uh, releasing oil from the strategic reserve. That's going to drive the price up. So we're in for, you know, you talk about a dark winter. I don't want to be a pessimist. How do we uh, prepare, Tone? But, well, you need to prepare by understanding that you're exposed by how much cash you keep in the bank. Have a little outside of the bank. I didn't say close your bank account. Uh, you need to have some storable food and you know, water filtration, all that. I'm not even selling you anything. This is just me looking at the data because something's, uh, there's also something here built into this. And I, I know this comes from, this is a, a long way from the Atlantic article, but I think it goes together because we're not done with what they've, what they put into motion with that emergency executive order. There was something that happened when they raised rates the other day, gold didn't go down. And it normally does when there's like, Oh, there's a strong dollar. Uh, mystery a mystery buyer came in and, bu and bought 300 tons and uh central banks around the world are buying it at a record pace to try to prop up their own currencies because there's going to be a currency reevaluation. that's what all this stuff happening in russia is about taiwan is about this is a currency war so i just want to and this is my analysis my study and things that i look at i just want to tell the audience my best analysis is the elections a sideshow be prepared for you know turbulence after the election economically well, I think we can all agree on that. That makes sense. One thing I did during COVID for people that don't have a ton of money and they need to, um, to you know, get ready and, and stock up, get large sacks of rice, get 12 of them, enough for a year, right? One sack a month, and that's being generous, right? You, uh, one sack could, la could last you maybe two months, the big ones, about $10, $12. Pick one up every month or pick one up every week or every time you get paid, pick one up. Leave it on a sec. You'll have food. It, it, it'll, it'll help. I mean, of, of course, it's not the most nutritious thing, but at that point, you're just looking to survive, you know, if, if shit really hits the fan. Get some rice. Um, get canned goods, of course, you know, stuff like that. If you, if you have enough money to go uh, uh, get, uh, what is it, storable food? What is it? My Patriot Supply. I hear they're great. Go get their stuff. Um, and a water filter. Go do that ASAP, right? And uh, uh, some of my friends were filling up their bathtubs. I thought that was genius. I didn't think of that at the time, but they just filled up their bathtub every day, you know, and, and, and use that water and, you know, and then try boiled it after. If you, if you can't get, you know, a, a filter, boil it or even a Brita. Brita's bullshit. It doesn't do anything to the water really, but 
it's better than nothing, you know, so you can filter it that way. But if, if you have some money, go get one of those uh, reverse osmosis ones. Those things are dope. Or uh, Tone has a couple. Which ones do you have? You have the ones, uh, you really like them. I forget which ones they are, though. The Alexa Pierce? Right, right, right. The, yeah, and you can go to preparewithtony.com. Prepare go there. And then it'll support the show. If you yeah. want to do that, it's my Patriot Supply. They've been a sponsor of mine for almost three years. So good people. I buy all their products. Yeah. Um, so I, that wasn't an infomercial, but I, I do I do think people need to understand that, that there's some normalcy bias baked into all this. And I think they put a little stopgap uh, leading up to the election. But this uh, this sig they're signaling there's language from the Federal Reserve. And I think it's unsettling. Don, closing thoughts. They're yours. Yeah, well, you know, I think that uh, certainly with the Atlantic piece, I think you're starting to see. And again, I'm, I'm finishing up the book on the, on the pandemic and I'll uh I'll have all this stuff in there and you can see the progression of it and how all the, the things changed, the statements changed, the science changed, <laughs> science, all that stuff. And now it's there. But, you know, you see this where they will admit, uh, they'll admit things. It's, it's called hiding in plain sight. And you talked a little bit about establishment sources. I, I try to use establishment sources, although I obviously don't trust them because mainly because, uh, it impresses readers more. It impresses the other side more. This is absolutely true. And, and right. you can and you can find it. They will tell you what they're doing. I mean, this you can use the CDC weekly report. I use this stuff because they'll tell you in there. It's called hiding in plain sight. It's a very old thing. They and I don't know if it gets into the uh, satanic thing where they have to tell you what they're doing. Maybe it actually is you know combined with something like that because that's you know that's what people believe that these these occult tinged uh, whoever runs things that they have to tell you what they're doing uh, so for some reason. I don't know why. They get some kind of power from it or whatever, but it's there if you look for it. But it, does, it doesn't matter if it's there because most people don't look for it, and it still is better. But the, the, uh, the amnesty thing is interesting because I would first thing I would say, what do you need amnesty for? You know what? I mean, because our side, I've never demanded that anybody not be vaccinated. I've tried to urge that. I think it's dangerous. Right. right. But I don't care. Right. No, nobody's been canceled for for being vaccinated ever. You know, so it's no, nobody lost their job. Nobody, nobody, no employer was allowed to say, "Yeah, you can't work here if you're vaccinated." That's stupid. You can't do that. You're falling for a psyop. Nobody's going to do that. So our side has nothing. What What are we going to? What do we need amnesty for? We We didn't close anything down. We wanted to open things up. So. Uh, it's the other side that obviously needs amnesty. So, you know, and I'm a forgiving guy, you know, but, uh, you know, pe and people uh, that uh, are not part of this and the, obviously, again, very few people, whatever this PSYOP is, very few people, you know, know what was going on. Most people just go along and they, they, they get the stimuli and they react in a predictable way. So uh, it's, I, and I still don't know, I don't know what the end game is for it. As I'm writing this book again, I realize, God, I mean, we're, we're we're almost uh, three years into this thing, and I still am not sure where it's going. Because you had Fauci the other day again talking about uh, there's going to be a, you know this yeah. is the, there's a new strain that's coming out that yeah this is this is impossible. I mean nothing. I'm just like what you know what they just won't give it up, and it's just nonstop fear porn. And uh, so I, I don't know. And again, I think it's trying to justify themselves. But you look at this, this is not the JFK assassination or 9/11 or anything like this. These people have said and done so many things that are unprecedented and beyond the pale. They, I don't know about needing amnesty, but they can never take it back. And they, they can never, because they made such a big deal out of it and went to such great lengths that they can never say, okay, you know, we were, uh, 
I mean, you see what's happening in Brazil, the Brazil elections. I mean, you see that there where the uh, the guy Bolsonaro was, has been demonized mainly because he was he was against the vaccines. And, uh, you know, I, I, if you saw did you see that video they were showing of you talking about people. In the, I mean, that, I don't know how big that crowd was, but it looked like a million people out there protesting. And again, we're, you know, Amer I think America sent a CIA guy over who, you know, CIA has, has, has a lot of experience in interfering in foreign elections to assure this. I mean, like, you know, why would Brazil or any of their nation trust the CIA? Okay, here they're, they're coming over. They're, they're going to make sure ensure uh, election integrity. You're lucky that Bolsonaro didn't get killed by them when they <laughs> come over. But so that's, again, that's why it's these kind of things happen. If so, whatever happens in the election here, you're not going to see that kind of crowd. I don't think no matter what in American streets, but uh, it was interesting to see how the rest of the world is reacting compared to America. But I, we've talked about a lot of stuff here, but bottom line is, uh, you know, things are obviously messed up beyond belief, but thank goodness we have our democratic right, which, you know, it's, it's a the democratic right we're told is to vote the heart of democracy. And yet again, the Democrats you know, are, are basically warning us that, that, you know, democracy is on trial, but democracy is on trial if you vote for Republicans, because that's what the message is, isn't it? So again, it seems to me that's kind of a that's kind of a really conflicted message to send out that democracy is about not voting for the other side who endanger democracy. So by voting for them, and again, I, I don't think they count the votes. So everything I'm saying, just take that with a grain of salt. I mean, <laughs> yesterday, yesterday I had the LaRouche woman on there who's breath of fresh air, a third party candidate who obviously has no chance. I wish her the best because they're, they're not going to count her votes regardless. They don't count third party votes anyhow. They haven't for a long time, but uh, that's supposed to be our precious. The heart of democracy is being able to vote. And that means no president or nobody else uh, warning people about, you know, it's really dangerous if you vote for this guy. Well, you know, let people make that decision, you know, but uh, again, I don't think they're going to count the votes anyhow, but it will be interesting to watch uh, regardless. And it's going to be must see TV either way, mm -hmm. because if the Democrats, uh, do better than expected, then it's, you know, it's, it'd probably be entertaining watching Hannity, people like that. And if, uh, there, if there is a red wave, man, MSNBC and CNN, that's going to be better than when Trump was elected in 2016. I mean, I, I may watch them for the first time in my life just to see, cause I mean, they may just lose it on air. Cause again, these people aren't part for the vast majority. They're just reacting. I mean, not all of them are part of it, but, uh, anyway. I would, I would like to see a red wave. Let's 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 just, you know, let's just do it. Right? Let's just lose it all. I would love to see a red wave and I'll tune into right into MSNBC and they're going to lose their minds for sure. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, are they going to say that the elections were rigged? That's what I want to see. And, yeah. and, and I want them to say it because that way we can prove the hypocrisy on their side. Not that we need any more evidence uh, to point in that direction. Yeah. But I don't suspect they're going to react like the MAGA cult. I think it's a different deal. The MAGA cult is a new breed, right? And I think that's what they're saying when they say don't vote for, specifically, actually. He's like, uh, Joe Biden has said, not to defend Joe Biden, but he has said, you know, it's not about Republicans. It's about the MAGA cult. Don't vote for them. Those are the people you shouldn't be voting for. And you know what? I agree. If there is any voting, any power in voting, you shouldn't be voting for anybody in the MAGA cult, okay? Or any anything MAGA-related. Donald Trump is the biggest fraud ever perpetrated in my lifetime. It, it, it just is. It's incredible. Call me 
Trump derangement syndrome. I'm fine with it. I own it like a badge of honor right here. Right on my Metallica shirt. Make America great again. Let's do it again. All right. We're getting up out of here. Um, thank you for tuning in. So many people, man. Uh, man, Jason Barker in the chat. What's going on? Chris Graves doing his thing. What's going on? I, I'm going to try to put up that interview yeah. with uh, with uh, Gary McBride today. OK, I'm going to try to put it up today. I'll put it up right here on, on Rockfin. I saw Kenzie in the chat. What's going on, Kenzie? How you doing? Tom Cooper Harps What's going on. How are you? And Christ, I saw her in the chat. I saw I saw who else? Angry Tiger. What's going on, buddy? How you doing? You know, uh, did I miss anybody? Tone somebody. Did they tip? Oh, man, we got tip today. Let's try to find that tone. Tell the people where they can find you. Oh, uh, you can find me at Arterburn.news and WiseWolfGoldAndSilver.com. And uh, Kenzie's been doing a great job. I'm glad she's in the chat. Chris Graves has been helping out, too. Um, Wolfpack.gold. Check That's that dope. out. You want to find out about a membership program to get some actual real money, some precious metals. We have some great deals going on on Wolfpack, Wolfpack.gold. And you can put in America Unplugged so we can credit the show. And these uh, other two fine gentlemen will get some some feedback from that. We appreciate it. I will have to tell you too, Billy, I've been talking to you this entire time with both of my fr uh, screens are frozen here. <laughs> I, <knew computer. laughs> I haven't been able to move anything. So I'll probably have to let myself out so I can close out the show. Okay. So you no problem. You won't, you won't see me. I'll have to go to my other computer to close out the, the screen. You got it, buddy. You got it. Caroline is in the chat. Caroline Rose. How are you? What's going on? Raybo's ghosted. What's going on? How you doing? Hope you're doing well. Um, I thought you were on the show last week, yesterday with, <laughs> with, with Don. I'm sorry. Um, either way, you killed it. You did a great job. Uh, Little John, what's going on, Little John? In reality, it's very big. That's uh, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, just, it's a dated reference, and you had to know it. So, Mr. Jeffries, tell the people where they can find you and anything you got going on. That's Donald Jeffries.media. That's where uh, <clears throat> all my information is, donaldjeffries.substack.com. You can keep up with my regular writings there. And, of course, I protest. Air is here. Every Friday on the same channel, same good Rockfin channel, live streams uh, at from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. So uh, we'll uh, definitely have some post-election uh, analysis uh, next week, I'm sure. We'll have a lot to talk about. So here and my show and here. And uh, so, uh, again, I thanks thank everybody uh, for listening. And there's a lot of good people over here in the YouTube. So if Tony, if you're listening, please delete this immediately after the show. <laughs> shout like shout out the people on, on YouTube. Who's over there? Oh man, we got like a Sam's Bodie tree, uh, nice. Chris Buckin, <clears throat> Doug Waters. Um, see, we had Mary Hartman. I don't know what happened. To the other. Mary Otto Munder. Uh, Shouts to Rhonda Tate. What's up? Oh, buddy? Rhonda Tate. Oh, good to see Rhonda. Uh, Gemini Moon. And of course we had, uh, uh, Raybo originally. Nice. So I, think he, I think he, I think he, I think he left uh, YouTube after he's offended at me. So, <laughs> so <laughs> easy, glad to see you're still us. listening somewhere. Uh, <laughs> you know, so that lots, lots of good people there. So I appreciate the, the, uh, the interaction there. So nice. we uh, got to keep that open for, you know, shouts to Mr. Crux. What's going on? Uh, so many people, man. I, I, we appreciate all of you watching everybody that tipped us. I can't find who tipped us right now. I wasn't really paying attention. Freethinker 59. What's up, buddy? Um, but for 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 you that tipped us, we really appreciate it here on America Unplugged. All three of us, thank you so much. You guys are great, and and you guys are are willing to listen to different opinions, and your minds are open, and you're trying your best to get to somewhere close to the truth, and that's all we can ask for. And thank you for being fantastic. Thank you for being awesome. Thank you for being part of America Unplugged. Don, we're getting out of here. Okay. 
My name is Billy Ray Valentine. You can find me at theinfinitefringe.podbeam.com, The Infinite Fringe on Apple Podcasts, and of course, right here on AmericaUnplugged.com and America Unplugged on Roxy every Saturday, 12 p.m. Eastern. We're getting up out of here. Is Mr. Arterburn somewhere? I hope he can play us out. If he can't play us out, um, which it seems like he can't play us out, I will I will just do it and say, don't, don't burn the place down while I'm gone, ladies and gentlemen, okay? While we are gone, we should be back next week, Lord willing. Take it easy now, all right? Bye-bye. Later.